This week on The Swear Wolves, we discuss two movies about teenage angst gone awry. I was a teenage werewolf, and I was a teenage zombie. to the swearwolves i'm brett i'm david david how are you i'm good how are you sir i'm doing well long time no talk i know <laughs> we just recorded like two days ago and here we are again <laughs> i know it's pretty it's pretty weird being able to record kind of like whenever we want to like yeah on demand it is kind of strange like i just finished watching one of these movies and texted you and was like all right let's record now <laughs> yeah, i just exactly. hit the stop button exactly um oh I wanted to tell you something. I was going to tell you this on the last episode, but I'm going to give a shout out uh, this episode. Uh, you've bought frames from Spotlight Displays, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're like these front-loading frames for our, um, like, you can buy them for any poster, really, or anything uh, that you want to frame. I think they even do, like, pinball translites, uh, shit like that. Yeah, but, and you can do custom sizes, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, but specifically for, like, theatrical one-sheets uh, movie posters, they uh, they have good prices for those. And like I said, they're front-loading, so they kind of snap into place. Anyway, long story short, I moved, so I took them all apart. They come disassembled, and so you have to assemble them yourself. I took them all apart, put all the brackets that attach yeah, to they the put sides them in, bags. in a baggie, lost the baggie. Oh, shit. So I have all the sides. I just don't have a way to put <laughs> the them together. Way. So I reached out to Spotlight Displays uh, email uh, through email, and I was like, hey, I've bought a few frames from you in the past. I moved across country. I can't find the baggie with the brackets. I don't know what happened to them. Can I buy some from you? And he's like, what's your new address? And he just sent them to me. Oh, that's awesome. He didn't even charge me. So shout out to Spotlight Displays. If you... For any of your poster framing needs, I would go through them. Agreed. Um, they have yeah, the good best prices. prices. They're fast. Very well, easy to assemble. Yes. Yeah. And and very easy to assemble. And they have like uh, thinner frames and thicker border frames, which is kind of nice too. And it's UV uh, resistant or protective or whatever. And anti-glare. Yeah. Which is nice also. All good things. This episode is sponsored by <laughs> Spotlight, Spotlight Displays. displays. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's one thing that I wanted. And the reason why I said that is because they're right oh, here. There they the are. baggie nice. of uh, brackets. So <laughs> anyway. Something uh, I wanted to mention uh, in our last episode, we had talked about uh, how you were going to go to Steel City Con in Pittsburgh. And I was mm-hmm. very envious. And I said, yes. like, as soon as we were done recording, I was like, I'm going to go talk to my wife and uh, test the waters on that one and see if I might be able to go. And she was uh, probably wanted me to leave because she was very receptive. 
So, uh, so I booked she's my, like, yes, yes like, as a matter of fact, I do want yeah, you to get go. the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> so she gave me the, uh, the okay. So I booked my flight and so I will be joining you. We're going to meet John yeah. Carpenter together. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting because I'm going to have to drive to Philadelphia to pick <laughs> you up, take you back here. You'll spend the night here. And then the next morning we'll drive to Pittsburgh. So we'll be all over the state. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's good for me. Like it's a good visit. I'll get to see like the entire state. Yeah, over the true. course of like a couple days, I think there's a joke. There's a joke that I've heard in Pennsylvania, mm. and uh, that is, there's three parts to Pennsylvania. There's Philadelphia, there's Pittsburgh, and then in the middle, Kentucky. <laughs> so <laughs> it's very, it's very, uh, it's very rural. Yes, let's just put it that go. way. <laughs> it's very rural. I'm looking very, forward to seeing all of it. It's gonna be cool. Things are in a different speed around here. Yeah, um, which is fine. But um, yeah, it will be fun. And it's like uh, eight weeks away, I think. It's coming up yeah, fast. It's in September. So like it's almost July. Yeah. No, it's in, it's in August. Oh, it's in August. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's almost July. And next week. Oh, yeah. When this comes out, this is our 200th episode. Yeah, next week. 200. Crazy. I think is 200 episodes like of a TV show. Is that like when it becomes syndicated? I think 100. I, think so. I don't, I don't oh. know. Is it? Well, 200, something happens like at 200 episodes is like, I don't know what it is, but 200 episodes. It's amazing. And we're closing it's, it's in It's when you on, jump the shark, I think. Yeah, probably. We've already done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, we're closing in on four years then, right? Yeah. Four years in September, I think. It's God wild. Damn. It goes by fast, man. I was thinking about that just the other day. It's like, it really doesn't seem like, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. No, it doesn't at all doesn't at all but uh here we are 199 still going still going strong oh also next week is our uh 200th episode the week after uh, the weekend following that will be at mad monster but we probably won't have anything recorded in time to add to that episode yeah if we record anything it'll come out in a later episode <laughs> yeah it'll probably be a couple of weeks that's about it for housekeeping notes here let's go ahead and talk about some movies so we we're kind of i don't know just discussing like what movies should we watch yeah a and couple days know. ago <laughs> we're like, we need to decide very quickly we gotta do yeah. a quick turnaround and we were both busy father's day was uh this past weekend so we both had things to do and uh kind of got i don't know sidetracked and everything things have been like all over the place for me i don't know about you i know you just got back from vacation so it's probably been all over the place for you yeah too. it's been very hectic but I uh, wanted to see this movie for a long time, actually, one of these movies. Mm. And another one of these movies I hadn't seen in a long time. So I was like, okay, we'll watch them. So uh, I, I went the route of the teenager, the coming of age. Yes. Uh, I was a teenage werewolf and I was a teenage zombie. Two films separated by 30 years, but only one word. Um, uh, so I was a teenage werewolf. I had never seen me neither. I hadn't seen either of these. So when you picked them, I was like, both of those sound like a lot of fun. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I know that I was a teenage werewolf is kind of, I don't know, popular, famous, uh, only because Michael Landon stars in it. Michael, I didn't even know that until I queued it up and I was like, Oh shit, Michael Landon. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. So let's go ahead and talk about that one first. Uh, I Was a Teenage Werewolf came out in 1957. Oddly enough, June 19th, I saw 1957, that. Yeah. 65 oh. years ago yesterday. I was watching it yesterday. Oh, wow. Um, that's that's on, awesome. 
on June 19th and I was looking it up and I was like, wait a second, something's wrong. Like I thought I was looking at it wrong. I was like, is yeah. it today? Your June brain 19th? exploded. Like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I was watching it on its 65th And I watched it today and I was like, oh, I'm a day late. Missed it. Whatever. <laughs> the number one movie in the box office on June 19th, 1957 was... Oh, I've got so many ideas. 1957. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. So I, I picked a random movie that I know that came out in 1957, and that is 12 Angry Men. Yeah, no. I had never <laughs> heard of the movie that was the number one movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Prince and the Showgirl. Nope. Sounds delightful, though. I didn't even look it up. No, fuck it. I didn't even look it up. I was like, whatever. Fuck you. We got things to do. Yeah. (laughs) Gotta watch (laughs) this fucking movie. money around here. Yeah. Come on. Let's get going here. (laughs) Uh, The number one song. Oh, this is a a banger. (laughs) Oh, damn. I was going Jailhouse Rock by Elvis Presley. Nope. Nope. Kind of the other end of the spectrum. (laughs) Kind of like like, uh, the guy who was the most popular before Elvis. Like Elvis came around and he like changed things up again. But this guy, I guess, was a big deal. Okay. Pat Boone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like he was like, oh, Pat Boone. Uh, he <laughs> had a song called Love Letters in the Sand. Ah. It's about as awful as the title. Say, it doesn't ring a bell, but it doesn't sound like my kind of jam. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever heard a Pat Boone song in your yeah, life? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, thank you. Remember when Pat Boone like went metal? Did he no. do something fucking oh, weird like I, that, like vague, in the 90s or something? Vaguely, he recorded some Yeah, like a heavy song, metal right? album or something. I don't remember the specifics, but I just remember he had like kind of a leather daddy thing going on, and it, and he was super old, and I wasn't really even familiar with his old music, and I was like, this just seems creepy and weird. It was probably around the same time like Johnny Cash recorded like that Nine Inch Nails cover, and uh, he was probably like, I'm going to get on this train. <laughs> I'm Pat <laughs> whatever, <laughs> Whatever, Pat. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sit down. I Was a Teenage Werewolf. Written by Herman Cohen and Aben Candle. Directed by Gene Fowler Jr. And uh, stars Michael Landon, as we said. Stars some other people here. Yvonne Lime as Arlene. Whit Bissell as Dr. Alfred Brandon. And Whit Bissell. Mal- <laughs> Whit Bissell. It's a weird-ass name. It's like kind of a tongue twister. It's like a wet whistle. Yeah, whip my bissel over here. That sounds sexual also. I'm going to give her the whip bissel. went to go wet his whistle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malcolm Atterbury as Charles Rivers. Barney Phillips as Detective Sergeant Donovan. I think it's Detective Sergeant Donovan, mm-hmm. that Barney Phillips guy. He was in that episode of uh, Twilight Zone where it's, will the, will the real alien please stand mm-hmm. up or something like that, where they're at the diner. Oh, and he's, yeah. The guy works there and he takes off his hat and he's got a eye, third eye. Yeah, he's yeah. A that's v- a good episode. Venetian. That was him? Or whatever. That was him. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Uh, Robert Griffin as Police Chief Baker and Joseph Mel as Dr. Hugo Wagner. There's a runtime of this movie 76 minutes. Mm. It's a quick one, it's brisk. Yep. Uh, budget. There's two numbers they give. For the budget, either $82,000 or $123,000. So <laughs> right around that $100,000 yeah. $100, mark. What do you think it made in the box office? Uh, I would imagine this was a hit. So I'm going to say uh, a million. $2 million. Ooh, well done. Yeah, $2 million is made. Nice. So, I mean, that's a pretty big return. This was a pretty popular movie. Yeah. And I I had heard of it. Like, um, I was surprised it wasn't really streaming anywhere. I don't know about you, but I watched it on YouTube. I had to watch it on YouTube. But I as thought well. it was weird that like it wasn't on any of the other platforms, at least not that I could find. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But 
maybe we'll maybe we'll dive deep into this movie and figure out why maybe people don't want to stream <laughs> maybe. it. Maybe. Um, movie opens up. We got uh, a fight. Yeah, Rockdale High School. <laughs> Rockdale fight! High School. Full of 20-year-old high school students. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of adult teenage werewolf my ass. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of 20 somethings how old was fucking michael landon let me see how old do you think michael landon was when this movie came out uh 22 23 but everybody looked old then like he looked like he was 30 but i'll bet you he was in his early 20s michael landon r.i.p of course uh he was 21 okay he was 21 so yeah you're right dude homeboy was only five foot nine really little fella yeah, he's a little guy. He's like, hey, I'm Michael Landon. <laughs> Scram a little house on the prairie. <laughs> then I'm going to be an angel. <laughs> then I'm going to be dead. <laughs> Highway to heaven. He oh, was yeah, an angel. Yeah, Before yeah. he died, he died in TV land. He plays Tony Rivers. Tony Rivers is like the, probably the biggest dick. He's a real dickhead. <laughs> yeah, a real piece of yeah, shit. I fucking, I hate this guy. Dude, I fucking hated him the whole movie. Like, and then he would have little, little twinkles of, of redemption and then he'd just be a dick again. Nah, he was a dick. Right from the jump, like he's fighting some guy, and we're thinking, I'm thinking, okay, Michael Landon is our hero, right? He's the star. So he's going to be the good guy, and he's going to be like, yeah, this guy was fucking with me. And everybody yeah, no. he was like fighting him. dirty. He like threw, yeah, threw, threw sand dirt in the, the guy's guy. face. He grabbed yeah. a, didn't he grab a shovel? Shovel? Or yeah. something to try to fuck with him? Or and the guy was like, look, it? little guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just took the his, shovel away from him. Out. <laughs> Pretty much. The yeah. cop comes and he busts the fight, breaks the fight apart. And the guy who Landon was fighting is like, uh, look, I said, all I did was touch him on the shoulder. And I said, I was sorry. And he still wanted to fucking fight. Yeah, me. And he's and like, I don't like, like being snuck. Uh, I don't like when people sneak up on me. I don't like when people like hit me from behind. <laughs> and I was like, Ooh, <laughs> Oh my, <laughs> I want to know before <laughs> buy me, buy me dinner. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We find out these guys are friends. But yeah. Yeah, and then and then they shake hands. They're like, "I'm sorry, maybe I got a little out of hand." I overreacted a little bit. Fuck off! You're gonna hit me with a fucking shovel. Yeah, and throw fucking dirt in my face. (laughs) You're an asshole. Yeah, fuck you. But they still invite this fucking Tony. Tony still has a girlfriend. Uh, That's Arlene, right? Yeah, Arlene. And uh, she's still with him. He's an abusive boyfriend. He like is always like Arlene. We're going. Yeah, he's got he's got a real temper here. Yeah. Short fuse. And and he's a short fuse. It's non-existent. He's fucking liquid <laughs> yeah. nitrogen, my friend. Any little <laughs> breeze is going to fucking blow. He still has friends. They're still inviting him to parties and stuff. Yeah, I thought that was weird. I was like, who wants to hang around with this guy? He's a fucking killjoy. Tony's fighting somebody again because they touched him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tone, want to come to this party later? Fuck you. <laughs> But uh, that Detective Donovan guy kind of pulls him aside. And he's like, listen, Tony, you got to, I can't keep protecting you. You got to clean up your act. I want you to go yeah. get hypnotized by this doctor. <laughs> Dr. Brandon, he's going to hypnotize you. I tell you, he's a psychologist, see? And he's like, oh, I ain't going to no shrink, no yeah. head shrinker. No, no, man. Also, he's like trying to convince him. He's like, ah, he helped me quit smoking. Hypnosis <laughs> is great. And then like the school bell rings. He starts clucking like a chicken. He's like, I think he <laughs> fucked with you while he was in there. No, no, no. I've been doing that for years. <laughs> Every time a bell rings. Um, but uh, Tony goes home. We find out mom's dead. 
Yeah. <laughs> Mom's dead. Uh, maybe that's why Tony's all like got a chip on his shoulder. And I thought there was going to be more. I mean, I guess the, uh, with a movie called I Was a Teenage Werewolf, you can't expect a whole lot of uh, character development. But uh, I thought maybe we were going to get more behind his angst and where that comes from, but not really. Yeah. And I guess it's Halloween. Yep. They yeah, Dad's got Dad's got to go to work. He works nights. He put out some food for him, and Tony gets all pissed off and just like after his dad leaves, smashes the plate on the ground like a fucking toddler. <laughs> throws, he throws a bottle of milk. He's what an asshole. <laughs> it's like why? <laughs> what the fuck? What did Dad do? Dad was so nice. I thought okay, maybe Dad's a jerk. You know, after Mom died, no, Dad's Dad like, was nice. Cool. He prepared him. Dad was just like, nice. He's like, he's like, I haven't oh, seasoned the meat the way you like it. He's like, yeah. fuck you, Dad. <laughs> throws the fucking milk um it's gonna curdle they have this halloween party and it's at this like quote-unquote haunted house this old house and uh they hang out in this basement and uh everybody's there there's this one girl she's like dressed up she's like i thought it was a costume party <laughs> she's like the only person dressed up she's like dressed like a clown i thought that was kind of yeah. funny there's some dude beating on the bongos oh yeah that guy's going ape shit fucking matthew mcconaughey <laughs> over there yeah and smoking a doobie banging on the bongos <laughs> yep uh, and that's his friend uh, Vic. Vic's gonna get a little song and dance number here in a minute, which yep. I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. What was the name? What was that song called? <laughs> I don't know, but it was about like um, wanting a girl with money. I thought it was gonna be like a haunted house kind of song or like a Halloweeny type song. It was just like, no, nope. bitch, better have my money, basically. <laughs> yeah. Don't you think it was weird that this movie was released in June, though? If it's a Halloween theme, it was like maybe we should release this more towards October. Movie stories always do that shit. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, put that put it out right before Halloween. Cash in. Yeah, it'd be a good, nice, scary Halloween movie, but no. No. Okay, so everybody starts pulling pranks on each other. I mean, it is Halloween after all, right? I don't like where this is going. I was like, nobody touch Tony. <laughs> but Tony's God, like God forbid. All, all into it. He's like, Yeah, I'm gonna prank you, I'm gonna prank you. He pranks Vic, like he makes him like uh, walk through this door and a bunch of a water. Fucking dumps bucket on of water head. pours all over him. It's like that would piss that would piss me off. And Vic was like, ah, yeah. <laughs> Tony, you big hitter. Please don't punch me. <laughs> right? But when did he have time to set all this shit up? <laughs> yeah. Between fighting and throwing milk bottles and talking about hypnotherapy, like, uh, when does he have time to set up the water? Yeah, I don't know. It's bucket? very elaborate. That whole water in the bucket over the door thing, like, I thought that was the coolest thing when I was a kid. I was like, oh, someday, get someone with that trick. <laughs> it's like one of those pranks that only exists in movies and TV. Yes. You're absolutely yeah, correct. No one in the history of mankind's ever had a bucket of water dumped on them when they opened a the door. <laughs> you, and you can't really do it. No. Like, unless you have, like, a series of, like, pulleys and it, it'd be a contraption. Yeah. Like, a Do you remember when, that, when the ice bucket challenge thing was going on? That yeah. would have been cool to, like, rig it. Like, I'm going to walk through this door and then <laughs> dump the shit on me. But I'm There's my chance. Like, if you just put the bucket on top of the door and someone opens it, the bucket's just going to fall and hit someone. Yeah, it's going to be like, ow, fuck. <laughs> Knock them out. And it's a metal bucket. <laughs> and that'd be hilarious. <laughs> they open the door and then you just thud and then they're just out cold on the floor dead <laughs> yeah covered in water at least i hope it's water like, oh, it's shit. like one of those it's like one of those uh riddles like back in the day it's oh like the ice block with a puddle of water how did she die it's like i don't know some sort of auto asphyxiation and then they pissed themselves i think is what happened open and shut case 
<laughs> it's like it's where he jerked off and then uh yeah, yeah he oh you said there was only water or there was just fluid yeah it's very wet know, is there other other things <laughs> um all right so Vic gets the water dumped on him so he's like i'm gonna pay tony back right so everybody's going to get some food they're like come on gang let's go get some food <laughs> we got some snacks who the fuck brought the snacks? Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, Vic comes up behind Tony and he like honks a horn. He's yeah, like, yeah, horn. Yeah. He's like, oh, great. Uh, but uh, of course, Tony. Tony goes Tony. ape shit and like tackles him yeah. and starts beating the fuck out of him. <laughs> he beats the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, and, everyone's just standing around like with mouths agape. Like, what the yeah. hell is this guy's okay. deal? Come on. Like, you didn't expect this? Why are we all surprised? Exactly. We know that Tony's an asshole. Yeah, they have this look of horror about him when they should be really like, oh, that Tony. Yeah, yeah. they should really just be like, I blame Vic. Vic's the one who invited yeah, who him with fucking his guy? fucking bongos. I'd be like, you're out of the group, man. You can't be, <laughs> we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> anyway, Tony sees this and he's like, all right, I got I to gotta go see Dr. Brandon. Yeah, he looks around the room and he's like, oh, I've gone too far. This was... <laughs> Uh, the, the the straw that broke the camel's back exactly so he goes to see dr brandon and dr brandon's like all right cool <laughs> dr brandon you. tells him because he starts like uh examining his body <laughs> and he's like yeah i thought before, that was we, weird before we enter the mind we must know the condition of the body and i was like is this guy a pervert <laughs> he's like we enter the mind through the anus yeah tony. <laughs> take off your pants tony <laughs> that's how we go anthony i'm gonna need you to disrobe now (laughs) you say you don't like when people sneak up on you from behind (laughs) yeah let me ask you this tony are you circumcised (laughs) it doesn't matter (laughs) i like them all dr brandon though goes uh he's like i'll be right back yeah i gotta take a shit i'll be i'll be back in a minute (laughs) goes into his other room first he gives him a shot of something Oh he's yeah, like, he gives him a sedative. This. He's like, take this, and he's like, and I like that Tony's like, well, I have to drive home later. Uh, yeah, I can't so be all dopey. And he's like, oh, no, 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 this will just loosen you up a little bit for the for the hypnosis. Is insurance covering this? <laughs> like, how did he make this appointment? I don't know. Does Dad know about this? He is a teenager. Yeah. Dad should be at this therapy appointment. I know Dad works a lot, but come on, we need to have an adult. Is Doctor Brandon in the uh, the directory for the uh, the healthcare provider? Yeah, and is Dr. Brandon a certified... Yeah, is he taking like, new patients? Is he part of a board? Like, because... Yeah, I didn't see any diplomas or anything on the walls. This guy's really the most fucked up doctor ever. He goes back <laughs> into his lab. He's got, a, like, a laboratory, like like he's fucking Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, and he's got even, like, a fucking Igor guy back there. Yeah. Who's just, like, a regular guy. Who's just a regular guy, and who's also, like, the voice of reason. He's like, I don't know if we should be doing this. And Dr. Yeah. Brandon's like, shut the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up, Igor. He's like, my name's Kevin. Please. <laughs> Uh, but he's like, this guy is going to be perfect. He's a perfect specimen for my experiment. Yeah. And basically it's because he's a troubled youth. So he's like, no one gives a shit about him anyway. So if this doesn't work, fuck it. Who cares? Uh, he's he's going to end up in jail too. He's in good health. He's like a fit as a fiddle. Yep. Five foot and nine. And his butthole buck is 50, tight. Tight as <laughs> shit. A fucking balloon knot like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> And he's circumcised. Like, oh, <laughs> he's circumcised, okay. you know. Thank you, doctor. No, but he's saying all this stuff. And, and we find out, of course, then the doctor has to relate to his Igor guy, um, who's Dr. Wagner, I believe. 
he uh, relays to him his whole plan. And Dr. Wagner's probably like, yeah, I've heard this fucking a thousand times yeah, before. Yeah, you've given like, this monologue several times, doctor. <laughs> You're only telling this because <laughs> Let me tell you again. <laughs> Look into the camera. But he tells him he... The the world's going to hell in a handbasket, basically. Yeah, and we need to we need to hit the reset button. Yeah, even in the fifties, we were like, "Fuck this planet." Exactly, exactly. So when people are like, "This is the worst it's ever been," I'm like, "Homie, listen, dude. Have you seen I was a teenage werewolf? Like they've been talking about this 50s. shit since the fifties, six sixty five years ago. Pat Boone was writing about this shit. <laughs> yeah, love letters in the sand. Uh-huh. It was about graves. It was, a, it was a cautionary tale, is what it was that he was writing in the sand. <laughs> It was a, it's a, fu- it's a fucking SOS. Yeah. Love letters. Anyway, life sucks. Deal with it. <laughs> basically is my point. His plan still doesn't make sense. He's like, we need to basically oh, yeah. hit the reset button and take everyone back to like a primitive state so that we can rebuild and start again. Which doesn't make sense. Let's make at everyone all. cavemen. But <laughs> then he's like, I'm gonna make them wolves. It's like what well, we were <laughs> Even in the evolutionary, like I've seen that Darwin chart. Yeah, there's no there's werewolf no on there. <laughs> we didn't start as dog and end as man. We started as ape. Yeah. So it would have made more sense to make him like ape man. Mm-hmm. Neanderthal. Yeah. But Something. No. But even then, okay, let's just, let's just logic aside. What are you going to gain by turning him into a werewolf? Maybe this is how he gets off. <laughs> It's just yeah, it's like there's a rope in the middle of the room and a, a pool of fluid. He's like, oh, don't worry about that. It's from my last experiment. This guy's insane. So uh, Dr. Brandon puts him into uh, hypnosis. Yeah, and he injects him with a, with a serum. Yeah, he injects him with some serum and then hypnotizes him. And this is how uh, Tony's going to become a werewolf. Yeah, he's got werewolf ejaculate or something in the, in the syringe. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Tony is sweating a lot during this hypnosis by the way it must be really warm in there (laughs) but uh he he's like okay i feel great i don't have the urge to hit anybody right now so i'm gonna go to this party (laughs) this is a miracle i'm going home miracle cure thanks doc doctor's like uh yeah come back next week i'll send your dad the bill uh (laughs) but he goes and um goes to this other party i should also say like he picks up his girlfriend this was probably at the other party and he has a little confrontation with her parents. Yeah. But, uh, he does pick her up by just parking outside and honking the horn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, when you did that too, I was like, man, what an asshole. Like even, yeah, even start, in the fifties, that was a thing, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I started thinking about that though. I'm like when I used to go pick up, I mean, not girls for dates, but like friends, I remember just parking in, out front and honking the horn and being like, get your asses out here. But like before cell phones, you know? But with like a girlfriend type? No, you go yeah. to the door. Come on. Yeah, you got to go to the door. You got to talk to the parents. Yep. And if they don't want to talk to you, fuck them. <laughs> but yeah, if some asshole drove up to my house, started honking just the honked horn, his horn, like, and my, my daughter was like, that's my date. I'd be like, no, it isn't. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, I don't even care. Now, if he does come up, you're not going out with him. <laughs> okay, so they have another party. Yes, these guys are always partying. Listen, they're high schoolers. I partied a lot. Were they drinking school. beer or was it just soda? Probably just soda. And I saw pop. bottles at first. I was like, oh, wow, this is edgy for the, the 50s. But I was like, yeah, it's, well, probably, it's probably Dr. Pepper. Drinking Pepper'd. age was probably like 13, right? Wasn't? <laughs> couldn't you buy beer like maybe at 17 or something? <laughs> but uh, one of the guys at the party, Frank, uh, one of the friends is like, oh, I'm just going to walk home. There's a shortcut I can take through the woods. Wink, and wink. He tells, 
<laughs> and he proceeds to tell Tony. Tony's like, oh, I can give you a ride. Uh, Nonsense. I'll just take goes, a walk through the woods. He goes, I'm going to take a walk through the woods by that old uh, <laughs> creek. Want me to draw you a map? <laughs> Tells him exactly where he's going to be. I'm going to be, by 930, I should be right about here. If I walk at an average pace of 3.4 miles per <laughs> hour. It's the chalkboard out, so no. <laughs> writing out the equation. He's like, Tony, you're really good at math, right? Yeah. Tony, how fast does your car go? Okay. All right. All right. If car A leaves the party (laughs) at 9.15 and person B... And there's a block of ice (laughs) and a rope. This kid is walking through the woods. He fucking freaks out, by the way. He does. He hears the slightest sound and he's like, what's that? What's that? He just takes off running. Oh, fuck. What a wimp. (laughs) And then he gets. I understand (laughs) heighten your your senses, right? When you're out there in the woods, but maybe you shouldn't have taken this shortcut if you're going to be such a fucking wuss. Fucking freak out when you hear a twig snap. (laughs) A fucking owl. It's like, oh shit. Werewolf. It's an owl. (laughs) He hears a fucking horse like Winnie. He goes, oh, Jesus Christ. Sasquatch. They got Sasquatches out here. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. Yeah. And then he gets fucking murdered by the cameraman. <laughs> just, yeah, he does. <laughs> we don't even see anything that happens. The cameraman just comes up to him and he's all, oh, no, 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 no. He says no. Like Austin Powers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking. I think I had plenty of time to run. <laughs> Let me just lay here against a tree and scream for 10 minutes. He's dead. Okay, so we don't know. We don't know who. Yeah, he's dead. Torn apart. Yep. Cops have photographic evidence. They find his body. Some dude finds his body, and uh, they are showing each other, and they're like, whoa, this guy got ripped to shit. And there's fangs. Like, it looks like he was bitten. Yeah, what would have done this? I mean, there's there's nothing out here that would do that. Yeah, there's no wild animals. He's like, I've only seen the tomcat. That's the the craziest thing I've seen out here. I was like, what the hell is a tomcat? It's like a like, like a, I've heard the expression. Like a tomcat is like a, like a an alley cat, isn't it? Like a okay, like a, some sort of feral cat. That's yeah, the, like that's, the cat. that's the craziest wildlife they, uh, they it's got. Like out Brian there. Setzer. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> they strut a lot, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, so there's a janitor, they, uh, Pepe. Pepe. <laughs> By the way, this guy Pepe, uh, he's a seemingly Hispanic. Uh, janitor. Yeah, he talks like this. Hey, let me see those photos. Yeah, I'll tell you what it is. But he's like from the Carpathian Mountains. Where the fuck yeah, is Carpathian? Isn't European. that like Transylvania? That's like, yeah, that's like Romanian shit. <laughs> yeah, but he Pepe talks like that, and he's uh, the actor is Russian. So I don't know what the hell what was, was going, going on. on <laughs> but he's like, hey, uh, Mister Officer guy, could I see those photos of that mangled corpse? And he slides his pants around his ankles. Like what? <laughs> He's like, oh, this is most irregular. <laughs> yeah, the, the cop's like, well, I'll show it yeah, to you. Yeah, you don't tell anybody, right, if I show you these photos of this mangled up kid? But just this once. He's like, what, do you know the kid's dad? Are you friends with this kid? He's like, sometimes I play bridge with him. <laughs> That's what he says. He's like, okay, cool. But anyway, he sees and the he's photograph. He's like, there's something else that might help. But I need yeah. to see the photos first before I divulge that information. He shows me, he goes, I was afraid of this. It is a werewolf. It's a werewolf from the Carpathians. My family. It's like, I thought you were from Tijuana. We've been dealing. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking from TJ. 
No, I just N- tell people I'm no. from Tijuana. <laughs> I'm really from Carpathia. Where the fuck is that? I don't know. No one knows. <laughs> no sé. Only the werewolf knows. <laughs> no sé. <laughs> He goes, oh, werewolf, no me gusta. He's like, again, you're fucking Mexican. You're Spanish, you're I know it. I, like, no, 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 I am not. <laughs> I'm no, not from no, Mexico. No, senor. <laughs> I'm from Transylvania. <laughs> I'm a vampire. <laughs> this guy's all over the place. <laughs> I only work nights. <laughs> anyway, there's a werewolf. Yep. And the guy's like, I don't know. I don't know about all this werewolf business. The guy, yeah. the cop says something weird to him. And I re- even rewound it. And I was like, what did he say? And I still couldn't figure out. So maybe you can help me. But he says, you keep talking like this. You're going to wind up in a poopy hatch. Is that what he said? Oh, a booby hatch. A booby hatch? Yeah. What the fuck's that mean? I thought he said a poopy hatch, which sounds like a funny nickname for a butthole. <laughs> Fucking Dr. Brandon's like, like, uh, hey, uh, Tony, I need to examine your poopy hatch. (laughs) A booby hatch is like... um, Like a loony bin? A loony bin. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm not familiar with that expression, so I just thought he said poopy hatch. Yeah. That's what he should have said. Like... It's like old-timey expression. Yeah, it's yeah. like 1950s, right? Like, you're going to go to the booby hatch. And there is a lot of that in this movie, like a lot of old 50s kind of talk. Doesn't the cops say something like, I don't want to hear any of your jive talking. Pepe's <laughs> <laughs> all. I, 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 don't don't speak, I don't speak jive. Ay, <laughs> <I> caramba. Pepe, <laughs> <laughs> where the fuck are you from? <laughs> it's ambiguous. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Um, um, but uh, what happens next? <laughs> Tony goes and he talks to uh, the principal, who I guess oh. has been in contact with the doctor. And she's the like, "Principal, who's only about five years older than Tony." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, uh, "You know, Doctor Brandon's been telling me, uh, telling me, you've been making a lot of progress. I've seen a lot of progress from you, and I just want you to know, like, I'm proud of you. Keep it up, and if you keep doing this, I'm going to put in a recommendation for you to get into a college." And he's like, "Oh, awesome! Into Thanks, State College." It's like, "Fuck yeah." Fuck yeah, I'm going to college next year. And he's getting all excited and he goes uh, out. Now, this is after school. Yeah. So nobody's in school except for one of the girls who, who Tony, by the way, this girl who's a, the gymnast, the gymnast at the party earlier, he told her uh, that she talks too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's <laughs> why he didn't want to give her a ride. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. He's like, yeah, you talk too much. <laughs> um, Anyhow, so he's walking by. She's practicing her gymnastics, but the gymnastics coach has left for the day. And he sees her like stretching on like the parallel and, bars. And he's like, mm. yeah, well, that's what it was, too. He was like, mm, maybe she talks too much, but loady, uh, loady. <laughs> she is flexible. <laughs> I'm like a tomcat. Meow. <laughs> a gato. <laughs> Pepe comes out. Like, thank, you, thank you, Pepe. <laughs> you may go. <laughs> I need to kill this chick. Get out of here. <laughs> but um, she starts doing... This is a famous scene. Mm. Like, if you've never seen this movie, but you've seen clips of it, this is what you've seen. Yeah, yeah. This is probably the best scene in the she, movie. She's on the parallel bars, and she's doing something. Who knows? That's she's like part stretching of her or something. Or maybe it was, some, it was sort of, some sort of ab workout. <laughs> I thought she was doing a routine. I was like, uh, you're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give this a one. And... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we get our transformation. Yeah, I guess if you want to call it that, it's just a bunch of wavy. It's like, like a what, is wavy the, what does the Russian judge give her? Pans to Pepe, and he's like, "Me? Like, yeah, yes. 
Russian? Sure, no? sure, pal. <laughs> we get our transformation. Michael Landon sees her, and then the school bell rings. Yeah, he doesn't like noises, and that triggers it. Like much like it did the cop to cluck like a chicken. <laughs> yeah, it's like this means <laughs> kill now. Joke. This means uh, turn into a werewolf. <laughs> so the um, the transformation takes place, and he transforms. I mean, it's not a really good one. No, but once he's fully transformed, I thought the werewolf costume was was decent, especially for like the late fifties. Okay, I don't, I don't like the teeth. Yeah, it just looked like a mouthpiece. Yeah, like was, the teeth were hanging kind of low. It's like yeah, they were they were too gnarly. They didn't fit quite right. But Michael Landon did a good job. I'm assuming it was him under the makeup, yeah, and moving around, jumping around, all and everything. wolfy and stuff. Yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, not quite Michael J. Fox <laughs> level. Yeah, it's no teen but, wolf, but pretty close. So he. Um, he goes and he like creeps up on her and she's like doing something upside down. Yeah. And so she see, and we, as the audience see him coming at her upside down. So that's kind of the, that was scene. kind of cool. Yep. And he attacks her. She runs, she puts up a little bit of a fight, but she ultimately gets got yep. the, the principal comes in and she sees and a bunch of students. Yeah. Well, who, which was weird. Cause I thought school was over. Yeah. But I guess they all heard the screaming or whatever, but I guess. They see him, and it's clearly, I mean, it's a werewolf, but he's wearing Tony's clothes. Yeah. Which I'm really no, glad like, that I they acknowledged, because like when I saw it, I was like, well, it's obvious who it is, because that's the outfit that he's wearing. And so I'm yeah, glad that- uh, jacket on. They, all of, all of them recognize it. Like, yeah, it was definitely Tony, but not. So everybody tells on him yep. immediately. They're like, yep, it was him. It was him. Pepe's like, I told you. Werewolf. <laughs> Every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> sometime you listen to pepe one of these days <laughs> the cops start searching for him everywhere they interview the dad they interview the girlfriend yeah, and there's a reporter got, that's also in the mix it's interviewing them and stuff they got cops stationed at the places where they think he might call yeah and they go out to the woods with torches to go look for him let me just say something this is a 76 uh, minute movie we're at probably minute 50 when all this stuff starts happening because it there was a lot of setup yeah before we get our first wolf yeah fairly far into the movie probably the third act yeah now he's running around and he's hiding this is this is another good 15 minutes of the movie where he's just hiding going here there everywhere yeah, avoiding people that he can see but they don't see him yep. he kills and a he dog turns, he turns back into michael landon at one point and he goes to call Arlene, but he hangs up and then he's like, I'm going to go see Dr. Brandon because this fucker is the one who did it to me. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he can help me or whatever. Yeah, I think so he, he goes, mainly goes to him for help. He goes but to Dr. He should, Brandon. But he should have been like, you did this. This is your fault. Yeah. He goes to Dr. Brandon. Dr. Brandon's like, just sit down. I'll take care of I'll everything. Care of you, and, then, and then he's like, all right, Igor, get the camera. <laughs> My name's Hugo. Uh, but he's like, get the camera. We're going to, we're going to transform him. <laughs> Get the camera. The, the guy takes his pants off. No, 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 no. Not that kind of movie this time. Yeah. Um, it's like, we're not going to do poopy hatch. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Maybe later. If you're good. <laughs> he goes, we're going to capture this on film. So all my you know, contemporaries can see that I have fucking de-evolved man. It's like, congratulations. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like, what? what do we do with this? I'll be the envy so, of the scientific community. Yeah. So they set up the camera. Dr. Hugo's like looking through the camera, 
right over top of Michael Landon and uh, Dr. Brandon is like hypnotizing him and he turns into a fucking werewolf. Yep. And when he turns into a werewolf, he of course attacks. Because the phone rings. Should yep. have unhooked the phone, man. Exactly. Lesson learned. He attacks and he kills both of them. Yep. And he destroys the film. And he destroys the film. He destroys everything. And then the cops come in because they're like, we know where he is. Because he got, he, someone saw him yeah. go in there. And so the cops come in and they shoot the shit out <laughs> yeah, of him. Yeah, they shoot him a lot. They shoot him like 18 times and he finally goes down. And then they're like, well. Well, that's you what you never... get when you you mess with God. And then it's like the, the end. End. <laughs> end of movie. <laughs> I love how old movies always just boom. Uh-huh. It's when like, it's bah, over, bah, it's, bah, it's bah. over. The end. Get the fuck out the of the, uh, the theater, everyone. <laughs> uh, this movie was boring as fuck. I kind of enjoyed it. Oh, no, man. <laughs> I, it was, well, a couple of things happened to me while I was watching this movie. So maybe that kind of influenced. Um, I had just bought a new TV and I was watching it on a new TV. Nice. And the new TV took a shit. Oh, no. The first day that I got it, hooked it up, it took a shit. So I was like, fuck you. <laughs> we ultimately returned it and got a better, pricier TV, but something that was a better quality. And and this goes to a point out there, and I'm going to say this to everybody. like, Don't skimp on things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, some stuff, just pay the extra. It's worth it in the long run. Just pay the extra 50 bucks or the extra $100. And if you're like, I can't afford that, then just then, then wait. Wait. <laughs> wait until you can. Save it. Put that money aside and wait. Because I've skimped on things before. And this was one of those cases where I was like, ah, we can buy the cheaper mm-hmm. version of the TV. It's not a big deal. I should have known. Because it was an off brand that I'd never bought before. And, you know, they have those TVs like a Walmart or, or Target yeah. that are just those off brands. There's one of those. I looked up the review and the review was pretty good on it. But yeah, you got to be careful though, because yeah, who, you know who who wrote that review? Some cheap ass. Yeah, <laughs> Pepe. Pepe. I it was the brand. Review. It was the Pepe. <laughs> I wrote the review. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I had to finish. Is the Carpathian? <laughs> I had to finish watching the movie um, on my phone. Oh, it sucks. Because I was like, I don't want to stop it. I don't. I I didn't want to stop. Yeah. You know. But long story short, I finished watching it, but it was boring. There wasn't a lot that happened. And then when it finally did get happening, it was like he killed four people. One of them was the cameraman that killed the <laughs> first guy. Yeah. The, the second gymnast. kill. Yeah. And then the, the second two kill scientists. I liked because at least he was a werewolf and we saw him. Right. Yeah. And then the, then the two doctors, I, I guess I would have kind of liked it if, all of this stuff, like the setup shit might've happened in the first 15 mm-hmm. to 20 minutes. And then we would have gotten like 50 minutes of like werewolf action. Who's the werewolf and da, 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 da. Yeah. You know? So for me, I'm going to say this movie sucks. I'm going <laughs> to give it one and a half. Pamela okay. Heads. Actually, we're not that far apart. Like I, I don't think it sucked, it, but I would agree that it's dull. And for that era, there's better examples. I mean, like the universal monster movies, which were even so much earlier yeah. are, are still quite a bit better. But I thought Michael Landon was pretty good. Um, there were some parts that made me laugh. I, I thought the werewolf, I agree with you that the teeth didn't look so good, but I thought the rest of it looked fine. So I'm going to give it a two. I almost went two and a half, but it's like, eh, am I ever going to watch this movie again? Nah. It's just not that good. No. So 1.75. 
The Wolfman came out in 1941. So watch that movie. Yeah, watch that instead. Watch Watch Teen Wolf. (laughs) Or, Or Teen Wolf. Speaking of teens, we're going another teenage movie that you had never seen. Now, it had been a long time since I seen this movie. 25 years ago, my friend rented it. And we were all over at his house and we watched it. And I was just like, I remember thinking, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> and you wanted to see if uh, you, you could recapture that feeling? Yeah. Uh, you had never seen this movie or no. you never, never heard, heard of it? it? No. Okay. Lower budget film for sure. Definitely. But it does have its audience. Uh, this one I watched on HBO. Yeah, me too. HBO Max. Yeah, that's right. HBO Max. It. So it's, uh, I was a teenage zombie came out in 1987. The release date that I found just said July 1987, mm-hmm. so I just picked a date. Okay. July 24th, 1987. What okay. was the number one movie? We've done a lot of summer of 87 movies, so I'm going to go with an old We have an old one that we've talked about many times. I'm going to go La Bamba. Oh god. No. <laughs> Not La Bamba. Thankfully, thankfully no cuz that would have brought a tear to my eye. Oh. No, the number one movie in the box office was RoboCop. Oh, shit. Cool. A good movie that I haven't seen in a long time. Same. I haven't seen the movie in years, but it Might is have to revisit good that what one. I recall. Yeah. Yeah. I never saw the sequels. I don't think I did either. Maybe I saw RoboCop 2, but I remember maybe, maybe I saw RoboCop 2 and was like, mm, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and I just gave up. Uh, number one song. I'm going with Alone by Heart. You got it, David. Are you serious? Alone by nice. Heart was the number one song. Oh, my God. Um, while I was looking this up, though, I used this site. I don't know what the name of the site is, but I just type in, like, what was the number one mm-hmm. song when I was born? And it brings me to the same site every time. Uh, and then I just put in the dates. But there was a there was a thing here, and it's like, put in your birthday, and we'll tell you the songs that you were conceived oh. to. Oh, shit. I thought it was going to be, like, number one on your birthday. It's like, oh, yeah, I know that one. No conceived to so i looked up the songs that were the number one song when we were conceived by <laughs> for me it was uh shake 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 your booty by casey oh. and the shine band which is odd because the number one song when i was born the day i was born was casey and the sunshine band uh i think it's i'm your boogeyman oh that's cool or something how fitting the number one song the, or the song that you were conceived. We're going to say this is the song that your mom and dad were listening to, David. When they were banging. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, Escape, the Pina Colada song by <laughs> Rupert Holmes. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you just see your mom and dad just sitting there and they're like, you know what? And then all of a sudden that song comes on and it's like, I do now. Mm. Do you like Pina Coladas? Yes, Let's go make I a like baby. Pina Coladas. <laughs> Go King make Connery. a baby. Absolutely, I do. <laughs> All right. I was a teenage zombie. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> I just thought that was funny to look up what songs. I was a teenage zombie was written by James. Oh, God. James Aviles Martin. Martin. Martin? Mm, George Simonera. Directed by John Elias. Simonera. <laughs> Simonera. That's Simonera. when you ejaculate in somebody's spaghetti. How you liking the Simonera? Oh. Uh, do you like my Simonera sauce? <laughs> Not really. No. John Elias Michael. Oh, Jesus Christ. These people can't. Why can't they just be named like John Smith? Yeah. 
John Elias Michaelakis. <laughs> He's just the one who directed. This is the only thing he ever fucking directed, so fuck that guy. Uh, music by Jonathan Roberts and Craig Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Seaman. A Seaman. A Seaman. A Seaman. But I should mention the soundtrack to this movie. It's a good fucking soundtrack. There were a lot of good songs in this one. Good songs on there. You got songs from the Flesh Tones. They, they do the main song. I was a teenage zombie. Uh, uh, I heard, Dream Syndicate. I heard the Violent Femmes the, in there. The fucking Violent Femmes. And this, David, was why I wanted to watch this movie back in the day because ah. I was a huge. I still am a huge Violent Femmes fan. Growing up in Wisconsin, uh, Violent Femmes were kind of from Wisconsin, mm. uh, and uh, we listened. I listened to them all the time when I was uh, in high school. Now, they had already been out forever so they, uh, yeah, since yeah. the 80s. I saw them live once. They were good. They got really popular in the in the 90s. Mm-hmm. with Blister in the Sun. Our generation, yeah. yeah. Gone Daddy, Gone, all that shit. They're also on the Crow soundtrack. They have a song on the Crow soundtrack, but they have a song on here, and it's, a, it's actually a really good scene. I like that scene uh, and the song. But The Waitresses... I know what boys Oh, yeah, like. I did hear that song I know playing. what God. And Los Lobos. Pepe's oh, all. Yeah, see. <laughs> Los Lobos. La Bamba. La Bamba. My favorite movie. Bring tear to my eye. In Carpathia. <laughs> this movie stars Michael Rubin as Dan Wake. Steve McCoy as Mussolini. With <laughs> <laughs> the Simonera. <laughs> this, uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, George Simonera as Gordy. <laughs> Craig Sabin as Chucky. Okay, this is the same guy who was in fucking Slime City. Oh, shit. You know what? That, okay. I was trying to <laughs> place some of the faces, and that guy looked familiar. Same fucking guy that I was making fun of for being yep. so masculine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there you go. Peter Bush as Rosencrantz. Alan Lewis, Alan Lewis Rickman as Lieberman. This that sounds guy, like fucking- your name's Alan Rickman. <laughs> I was like, when it said Alan Rickman, I was like, what? Yeah. No. Well, Alan Rickman spelled it A L A. Yeah, he spelled it differently. Yeah. Uh, Cassie Madden as Cindy Faithful and Kevin Nesgata as the bird. The runtime of this movie was 90 minutes. I don't have any budget or box office for this. I would think Probably low and low. Low and lower. <laughs> the plot of this movie. All right. This is a comedy, by the way. They don't even t- they don't take themselves too seriously. No, in this not movie. at all. Um, and I appreciated that because it is a low budget movie. They're not trying to make something like, oh, we're going to make something scary or da, 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 da. Yeah, no, this is a comedy so, first and foremost. Yeah. It's, um, about these kids in high school. <laughs> yeah. Kind of the same deal. Like <laughs> teenagers. Okay. I didn't know if they were teenagers in college, like they're 19. I don't know. Uh, I was they suspicious. Were they were in high school. Sure. They were. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's this group of like five guys who are friends and um, they want to buy some weed. Yep. And there's this guy named Mussolini and he talks like he's like a Italian guy, but he looks like a buff Cheech. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> and they call him Moose. Yeah. And they call him Moose. He is going to sell some, uh, some skunk weed. Yeah, yeah, and he's even bragging about it too, like another dealer. He's like, I got this shitty-ass weed. Because like the good shit, uh, there was a uh, shipment mix-up and it went to the wrong place. But I got some of this shitty stuff and I'm going to sell that instead. 
He's going to sell that because he needs to make up money. They go to a different drug dealer first. And I actually thought this scene was really, really funny. They go to this guy named Moon and they're trying to buy drugs off of him. But he doesn't have any weed. But he has like oh, everything yeah. else. He's like, oh, I got acid. It's good stuff. I did some of it last night. Uh, I've got some cocaine. Really good stuff. I did some of it last night. And he does, <laughs> he just does this with several different drugs. Like uh, that guy's got a lot yeah. of shit coursing through his veins. Yeah. But yeah, then they go to this Mussolini guy. This moose guy, though, he needs money because he has to pay a higher right. like boss. Mm-hmm. And he owes him a shit ton of money. Now... Gordy is the friend who's kind of arranging all of this. And he's like borrowing money from all these friends. He's like, we're going to buy like a quarter, a quarter pound, pound bag of weed, bag of weed and whatever. So he's borrowing money from everybody. And he borrowed money from this guy called the bird. The bird is kind of a tough guy. Too. Yeah. He's so got Gordy a temper. Doesn't, Gordy doesn't want to fuck with him or fuck him over. This moose guy overhears uh gordy and the bird talking and gordy's like i'm gonna try to find us something i'm gonna try to find us something and moose is like i'll sell you some good shit so he sells him this shit weed they all go smoke it and it it's like yeah, oregano. All, right off the bat they're like oh we got fucking screwed so gordy goes back to moose and he's like i need my money back yeah he's like this no, no refunds weed. buddy yeah and he proceeds to beat the shit out of gordy <laughs> <laughs> yes he does so gordy goes back to the guys and he's like I just got the shit kicked out of me. And then the bird shows up and he's like, hey, what's going on? And then he tells him what yep. happened. He's like, what? Yep. As I was like, kind of a funny go. scene too. He's like, oh, I'm not mad at you. Like, we're going to get even with that guy though. Yep. And they get baseball bats and they're going to go attack him. All right. Let's talk about Dan Wake. He's our main character. Let's kind of go backwards mm-hmm. a little bit. Dan is um, kind of in this group of friends, but he's kind of a more popular guy. Yeah. He was an athlete. Um, he played baseball until he tore his elbow. Yeah. He's got a crush on this girl named Cindy faithful (laughs) and she's got a boyfriend or a guy who's uh, pawing at her. So he's like, "Mm, whatever, but he does, he has a crush on her. So they get baseball bats. Yeah, because the bird's like, dude, go down and get a bunch of baseball bats. And he's like, I'm not beating the shit out of anybody. And they're like, we're just going to intimidate him. Like, we're not going to actually do anything. So just bring the bats. And I thought that part was funny because like they're walking, they all got their bats. And I think the bird's like, I'm going to shish kebab this guy's asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And then when he shows up, uh, I think it's the bird again. He's like, the game's over for you, piss face. (laughs) And then uh, the moose goes, uh, all right, fine. He pulls out a fucking machete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's gonna like cut them, and so they. What the one guy was it Rosencrantz or Lieberman? I think it's Lieberman. Lieberman's eating a banana, and he throws down the banana peel at the guy. Yeah, and he slips fucking Mario Kart on it. (laughs) Slips on it and knocks himself out and kills himself, or they think. Yeah, they think he's dead, and they're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, he dies immediately. They're like, oh, fuck, we got to hide the body. And they do that whole, like, I know what you did last summer, like, discussion. Yeah, we got to throw them in the river and never speak of this. Meanwhile, this river has been... It's, like, right up next to a power plant. Yep, toxic waste. Did you did you hear the news story on yeah. who died? Yeah, Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah, yeah that was funny. They name dropped him. Yep. So they dump him in this river, which has toxic waste in there. But before they do, he comes back. Yeah, he's not dead. He's not dead. And he starts attacking them. Well, Dan has a flashback to being in the baseball field and he hears the crowd. Yeah. It's like a little fantasy. 
Yeah, and he grabs the bat and he just knocks this guy upside the head, kills him. And I thought that was funny because, like, when he starts imagining this in his head, like, his clothes change. Like, he's got, like, a baseball cap on. Like, he's got his uniform on. And then he walks right up and just cracks someone. Cracks him in the skull. They toss his body into the river and And sink sink him with a rock. Yep. So they're all freaking out, but they're like, whatever. We killed him. Yeah, they get over it pretty quick. They never took his money. They never took the money back. I would have been like, uh, we need to just well, take the money. I think the, the money. bird or somebody even says something like that. Like, oh, just give me the money back and, uh, you know, we'll pretend this never happened. He's like, oh, I didn't get the money. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so they go out to this party in the woods. And this is where Dan and Cindy kind of have a moment because Cindy's boyfriend is treating her like shit. So Dan stands up, sticks up for her. And then they start talking. Mm-hmm. And while this is happening, we get a cutaway of moose emerging like in zombie form, like coming out of the river, which is just him with blue makeup on his face. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Bluish greenish makeup. Mm -hmm. And he comes out of the river and bird is right there. And birds motorcycle has like broken down. Yep. And he's like trying to fix it. And moose comes up behind him and he grabs his tongue and rips his tongue. He's cat got your tongue. Yep. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. So the bird's uh, dead. The bird's dead. And apparently he also killed a cop. I guess that must have yeah. been off camera because later when they're talking, they're like, there was a dead police officer. And I was like, I don't remember seeing that. No, there's some stuff that happened that I'm like, did, yeah. that, did we see this? So or I guess that was just a cop found edited. his body and he killed him too. Cutting room floor, maybe. Maybe. But it, then we get to jump ahead. Now it's like several weeks have passed. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all still freaking out that. Uh, but they're still partying that, though. Yeah, they are. <laughs> fucking Rosencrantz. yeah he's trying to get laid yeah yeah with the chick in his car this is the other thing too this rosencrantz and lieberman they're always bitching about their girlfriends i'm like you two schlubs you got hot girlfriends exactly i thought that too it's like you guys couldn't land girls like this (laughs) no so uh rosencrantz is in his car parking with this girl and all of his friends are like down like drinking beers like yeah really close you think think he's gonna lose his virginity So he says to his girlfriend, he's like, I've never been with a girl before, which anytime someone's like, I've never been with a girl before is like, does that indicate does that, that you've, you've been, been with? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've been with men before though, right? <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Like, tons. But she's like, oh really? That piques her interest. So she's like, just relax. I'm going to do everything. She goes, this is going to feel wet and warm. I don't know if she was going to blow, if she was blowing I, it. I, I thought she, or she was about to, because then Moose shows up and pulls, like, right before this happens, she's like, oh, I didn't even get started yet. Yeah. And Moose shows up and pulls her out, and then Moose proceeds to, to rape, rape her? her. Yeah. Which was kind of a very uncomfortable scene to watch. Yeah. But, uh, and then he breaks her legs. Like, breaks her sideways. legs, <laughs> like, over her head. Like, yeah. breaks her legs like backwards, a- and then there's blood squirting everywhere. It's like a... Um, a wine bottle opener, you know, like yeah, the kind yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you, yeah, <laughs> when you pull the little levers down, yeah, it yeah, was, it was like that. She dies. <laughs> the gang goes running, mm-hmm. and they're like, "It was Moose," and so now they know that it was Moose, and so they're like, "This one kid, Chucky, the Slime City guy, he's like, that's what I feared," and he divulges that he's like, "I think the toxic waste." brought him back to life and it's like what are you fucking insane if i had a friend who said that to me i'd be like you get, are nuts get the hell out of here and then he shows a he does a little experiment with a fly like they kill a fly and then they get yep. some river water and they dip the fly in there and the fly 
we don't see it. There's just sound effects or whatever, but the fly comes back to life. Stronger. Yep. Like, oh, wow. So they're like, oh, fucking Moose is back, but he's stronger. stronger. So they are like, well, we're going to trap him and we're going to beat his brains in. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, we got to cut his head off. Yep. Destroy Destroy the brain. Classic zombie flick, right? So they do trap him. Yeah, they go down to the river, and I think it's a Lieberman guy lures him out of the river, and then they chase him, or he like runs away and gets him to follow him into a tunnel so they can bash his brains in. But they all run away. (laughs) Dan's not as successful with his baseball bat. They all run away, leaving Dan alone, and then Dan gets his neck broken, and Dan's dead. Up until this point, I was like, why is this movie called I Was a Teenage Zombie? (laughs) Like, Mussolini is not a teenager. That guy's old. (laughs) That guy's like in his 30s. And then well, when that happened, I was like, oh, well, David, I will, uh, I will back you up on this because we're at about the 55 minute mark here. Yeah, we're pretty far into this movie when he turns into a zombie. And when Dan died, I was like, oh shit, they killed off the star of the movie. And then I was like, David, you dumbass, he's going to be a zombie now. <laughs> well, they do. They, uh, the friends decide that, Hey, uh, the best way to fight a zombie is is to get uh, your own zombie. And I thought this scene was funny because they're having a discussion of whether or not to bring back Dan or the bird. And they mm-hmm. kind of go back and forth, but they settle on Dan because like, well, he's good with a baseball bat and he has a tongue. Well, also Gordy, <laughs> Gordy says, but I do owe the bird. I still owe the bird some money. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they steal Dan's body from straight the from the funeral. I think funeral. <laughs> yeah, they waste no time. Dip them in the. These kids in the are water. in high school. They have no parents. I don't know. <laughs> they dump them in the water, and the next day in school, uh, Gordy's sitting there, and there's a pss, pss behind him at the window, and it's Dan. Which is funny because the very first scene of the movie is the exact opposite of that. Dan's in class, and Gordy comes to the window and is talking to him. But now, yeah, now yeah. it's the opposite. Yep, and Dan, of course, has blue paint on his face, so he looks. He's, <laughs> he's a zombie, zombie now. Gordy sees him and he goes out and he's like, we got to hide him. Chucky comes along. The whole gang gets together and they decide they're going to hide him in the basement of the soda shop that they hang out at. Yeah. And I like that. Uh, the guy that owns the place, Lenny, he agrees after some talking to let Dan stay in his basement. But then he tells Dan like, Hey, um, also you owe me some money. (laughs) Like your tab is still open. (laughs) Which that was funny. Oh, also, uh, in that scene when they're talking, Total boom mic moment, just just chilling right over their heads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but he, he says, yeah, you can stay in the basement. So he's down there, but he's all depressed because of Cindy. Uh, he and Cindy shared a moment at that lake, and we get a little flashback to uh, her like going down on him underneath in the water. Was that a flashback? Or I thought he was fantasizing, like having a dream about her giving him a bubbly blowjob underwater. <laughs> No, I think it was a flashback because uh, he apologizes at one point in time for, um, he's like, that never happens to me. And she's like, it's okay. So like something happened, like he, his boner went down. I don't know. But like getting a blowjob from somebody oh, is great. But if they're underwater. In a, like, in a dirty ass lake. <laughs> like, I feel sorry like, for everyone involved. Yeah. It's like, hey, we, we can do this on land. Like, it yeah, yeah have to exactly. Be, like you're going to drown. <laughs> yeah like unless you're unless i'm you can hold your breath for longer than average and i'm not i'm way shorter than average i thought the bubble sound effects were pretty funny like when that happened i was like 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, either that or he prematurely ejaculated. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it was. Oh, Dan. Oh, that, maybe that's what turned everybody into a fucking zombie was Dan's fucking <laughs> jism, jism in the fucking water. <laughs> His lake jizz. Yeah. So Dan's all depressed. Yeah. And so he, he he's like, her. I'm going to go. I'm going to go visit Cindy. <laughs> and this is where we get the violent femme song. Really cool song. Uh, really good scene, actually. Kind of a montage goes, of him like peeking through a window, but being afraid to say hi. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, <laughs> finally, she's walking to school the next day. He's like falling asleep on a roof and uh, he jumps down and he follows her to school and he gets up the courage to, to say hi. And he's like, Cindy. And she turns around and she's yeah, he's like, can back. I carry your books for you? And she, and she just screams and, goes, <laughs> and she runs away and then he runs. <laughs> yeah. I liked that a lot. He goes back to the cellar. But then, yeah, but then there. Cindy, she comes back and she goes, uh, she goes to the place where he's staying. I mean, she doesn't know he's there. Just then she goes to talk to the guys. And he's like, hey, Dan's back. I'm like, no, no, Dan's dead. And she's like, I know you guys did something. I think he's here. I think you're hiding him. I, I want to talk to him. And she does talk to him. Yeah, she still wants to go to the dance with him. <laughs> but he can't because he's like, look at me. Yeah, because he has his back to, uh, towards her. And then when he turns around, and he even says, I'm a teenage zombie. And then she, <laughs> she freaks out again, which yeah. I thought was funny. Oh, and before the dance, we get a kill. Um, the oh, moose yeah. guy kills, uh, what's his, uh, Lieberman? Lieberman rips his rips fucking his face, face right off. off. And feeds it to him. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> You're going to eat this, your own this, face as you die. The special effects actually looked pretty cool. I thought that looked awesome. Because he had his, after he pulled his face out, you see his eyeball like in the socket. It was pretty gross. Yeah. And he's like looking yeah. around. Oh. <laughs> uh, but Lieberman's girlfriend runs and tells everybody like, hey, moose is just killed Lieberman and she goes to the dance. Well, Moose follows her and he goes to the dance Uh-oh. and everybody runs out except for our group of guys and Dan's there too. And Cindy, the guys are getting attacked. Dan comes out. They get into a fight. Moose <laughs> kills Cindy. Yeah. <laughs> Break, breaks her neck. Oh, and during this fight scene, I thought this was funny too. Um, Dan's got a machete, but in the struggle, mm-hmm. he loses it. And I think it's Gordy. One of them picks yeah. it up and is like, Dan, and tosses it to him. And the, the machete just goes right, right through his stomach and just impales him. Stabs like, him. Oh, shit. And he pulls it He's out. All, well, <laughs> well, well. Yeah, Cindy, Cindy's dead. Cindy's dead. So uh, Dan takes the machete, chops off Moose's head. And it goes through the basketball hoop. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then it lands on the table. Yep. And it's just the, the actor's head like, yeah, sitting under through the hole, table. Looking around. Yeah. Uh, and they chop his head in half. Yep. That's kind of a cool thing, too, because they, like, bisect his mm-hmm. head and yeah, you see his, his brain. brain inside. It's, like, pulsating. Dan picks up Cindy's body and uh, walks her out, carries her out. He's walking to the, the river. And, and Cindy's ex-boyfriend's like, you put her down, you teenage zombie. <laughs> it's yeah, like, fuck off. That. And then uh, the friends call him a dick. Yeah. <laughs> they, just, they just follow. You're, you're a dick. And then he just, uh, Dan takes her body and he walks into the river and Gordy turns to Chucky and he's like, how long will they have together? And Chucky's like, oh, they'll have a few minutes together, but then they'll have eternity together. Aww. Is that because they're cleaning up the river and like he's not going to be able to be a zombie forever? And yeah. then they'll just both what? be dead? Once the radiation like wears off or the toxic yeah. waste or whatever, He's they'll just, uh, die. just die. So I don't know. I don't know. The the, end. Being together forever. Like, I mean, they kind of just got together. 
Like we don't really well, even know what, what the, I was thinking. Yeah, what if they don't have chemistry? What if they find out like, Hey, we're just better off as friends. Yeah. And now we're both zombies and oh, oh, this is yeah. awkward. Yeah. I really actually like that blonde guy more than you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so that's the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Um, I actually kind of liked this movie. Um, mm-hmm. The first half or so, I, w- I was like, this movie's kind of dumb. And I had a, c- a couple moments that made me chuckle. And I was like, it's a little funny. The rape scene, I was like, I do not like. And I think at that point, I was like, fuck this movie. Like, I don't like this. This is not my cup of tea. But, yeah. But then in the second half, I thought it got better. And some of the kills were funny. I thought there was there was funny dialogue and funny moments. I liked the core group of the guys. I thought they had chemistry and seemed, you know, like they were probably friends, like yeah. off camera. Um, yeah. It's a stupid movie, uh, but I it had to, it definitely has a charm to it. So I would recommend it. I'm actually going to give this one a two and a half. I'm going to be right there with you. Um, I actually like this a little bit more than you. Mm. I'm going to give it three Pamela Voorhees nice. heads. I uh, didn't remember liking this movie. I remember not liking this movie, but I picked it anyway because I was like, man, whatever. I'm glad I did because watching it again, I can appreciate it a little bit more. I like, with the exception of the rape scene, I like the humor in the movie. It's very like, it's like Porky's meets (laughs) a zombie film or something, you know, Uh, with the exception of like, they're always wanting sex and Porky's, but these guys were like after drugs. It's like a 80s buddy comedy yeah. you know a group of guys trying to score some weed and uh the mischief that happens well they one has to turn into a zombie <laughs> it happens i thought i thought like with a bigger budget and better joke writing yeah and, and but yeah i agree with you like if there was a budget because there were even like little things like um at first i had a really hard time hearing this movie Yes, like me the too. microphones weren't very good. So some of the dialogue and like the sound mixing, like the music was louder than the, the dialogue. Um, yep. I got used to it as the movie went on, but that was distracting. I put on subtitles. Yeah. I had to put on subtitles and, uh, you know, if, if the movie would have been like a little quicker with the setup, kind of like the previous movie as mm-hmm. well, you know, it would have, uh, benefited from that. Cause we could have gotten more of him being a zombie and the shit that he has to deal with and the slow progression. Maybe like, like I said, with more money, a better budget, but we've seen movies like this after this, mm-hmm. there has been these Zom rom-coms, yeah. Uh, is what they're the genre that they're that they are and where you have uh, I, and I don't know all the names of all of them but I know that there's been some that have come out which oh, they're yeah. um, comedy romantic comedy uh, zombie movies and this was like the first one mm-hmm. so I have to give it credit for that it is an 80s movie I mean I know we talked about the rape scene and I'm not justifying that scene but uh, it was a different time period exactly and so uh, people were more okay with that. So cut that scene out, and uh, and the and the movie's pretty good. So three Pamela Voorhees heads from me, two and a half from you. So that's two point seven five. Yeah, this one was a pleasant surprise because I thought I was, was. going to hate it, and then a few <laughs> minutes into it, I was like, I do hate it, and then it was like, oh, and then it slowly started winning me over. Yeah. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Well, if you have any thoughts on this or anything else in the world, anything, anything, anything whatsoever. 
<laughs> Why don't you reach out to us? You can contact us in a myriad of different ways, David. How can they contact yeah, us? Facebook, uh, Twitter, the Slasher app, YouTube, TikTok to search The Swearwolves. Um, you can find us on Instagram as The Swearwolves Podcast. And go to our website, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. So for The Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. And we are Teenage Swearwolves. Mm. Um, hold on. I just lost my train of thought.